Hey, it's the 25th. Maybe a German, like a, you know. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. It's like Christmas right now. Yes. So, jingle all the way. Jingle. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. <laughs> the reason I'm getting so excited, Andy, is because this is actually, we're not recording it. On the day the Lord was born, but we, it's, it's dropping. Yeah, it's posting on. So, good morrow to all of you uh, that are listening. Grab the family. Like, grab, Listen to this podcast while but, you open gifts. Yes, that's a great idea. Huh? Hit pause. We'll wait. Yeah, and then go grab you know Uncle Jerry and and you know Nana. Yeah, and Papo. Yep, and uh, you know the cousins you haven't seen in a while that live up there in uh, Montana. Grab them. Connect to a Bluetooth speaker. Put this on and start opening your gifts because it's yes. time for Slash You. Time for Slash You. <laughs> ho ho ho! This is, I think, the final movie, uh, Mister uh, Professor. I should say, Demos of our Slash Yule Yule Tide. Slash Yule Tide, and the final movie of 2024. You're 23, right. 23, 23, you're right, because Sorry. the other one's going to drop on. Next will be... Uh, January 1st. Uh, 2024. Yeah, uh, January. This is so exciting. Yeah. This only happens like only like every seven years, I think. The what? Every that seven? we can drop on the 25th oh. and the 1st oh, on a oh, Monday. Oh. Yeah, I suppose. See, I'm fucking smart. Every six years because the leap year. Hey, before know. we get into the movie, I do have a question for you. Please. So if you were going to make love to the person of your choice, what song would you rather have play? <clears throat> Informer by Snow. Informer. Uh, no, I'm you know, familiar with the song. Yeah, yeah. Or Waterfalls by TLC. Don't go chase. Oh, man. So you, you know, for a sex tune? Yeah, for you. Know, and, and, you know, you better hope that the, the partner you're with enjoys it. Waterfalls. I think Waterfalls is a little slower, has that funkiness to it. Boom, <laughs> I, I get it. I think it's still a body, beauty, body, He was saying, give me too much. Yeah, I can sing the lyric, you Informer, you know, so daddy me snow me, I go blame. A licky boom boom down. Detective man said, daddy me snow me, stab someone down the lane. A licky boom boom down. Come with a fresh, nice lady. Intelligent, yes, she Jekyll and Ari. Wow, great white rapper. Me too. I would choose snow. Thank you. I would choose Informer, you would, stuff, yes. For, I think uh, it's got that beat and it's got that reggaeton yeah. kind of okay. like grab the boobies and everything will be okay. A licky boom boom down. Oh, sure, you got that part too. Yeah, <laughs> um, anyway, I just thought it would be a I think that's a great uh seasonal question we should always ask each other. <laughs> would you rather make love to this song or that song? <laughs> oh man. Excuse us. As I love the radio stations. Like, sorry, we we can't play "Baby It's Cold Outside" anymore because the lyrics are problematic. In the place of it, here's a song with Cardi B telling you to eat her ass. Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> um, at the Santa knot, we have a Santa knot or a Krampus knot here in Milwaukee, and it's oh, yeah. really fun. Krampuses are celebrated. It's a great, great thing happening down there, old Third Ward, mm -hmm. uh, Third World here in uh, Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. They had a. They made a joke about that. These these kind of uh, adult puppets, you know, that kind of yeah. go around. It's like, please come in. She's like, I said fucking no. You know, like it's kind of making like oh, like what are the girls really using? Yeah. But I hear you. It's yeah. It wasn't supposed to be. Well, the whole controversy got started when in that song she says like, "Hey, what's in this drink?" Yeah, baby, it's cold <laughs> out there. You know, it's like. 
That was I'm the reason. That That's the reason for all of the hullabaloo. How can you taste the roofie? Yeah, exactly. He's singing one thing, not even paying attention. Why don't you just well, stay, baby? It's cold outside. In this drink? And I mean, she's I like, like, well, what's in this drink? See, when I was a, when I was young and I never thought about it, I just thought maybe, like, you know, it's like, ooh, it's it's a strong. It's a strong drink. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ooh. You know, but I, I mean, think that's, that's still what they were kind going of rapey, for. too, you know? I mean, it is a little bit. But, uh, again, there are plenty of other songs on the radio with very problematic lyrics, and we don't care about those. So. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's, and I'm really going to tell you, I'm going to speak this before we uh, dive into our movie. And it's also just social media. Yeah. If we could, would, it's. Rots our brains, kids. Yes. I mean, if you could put anything, like, people will believe it. JFK Jr.'s alive. Uh, fucking, this song is bad. Like, JFK Jr. is alive. Wait. <laughs> I just kind of feel like, I, when I was a kid, I, and I never thought that. And even I think if I grew up, I would never think that. But maybe it's a new generation, and I don't want to yeah. take away anybody's thoughts. Slash Yuletide, I'm uh, your elf Nick. And across from me is uh, one of uh, Rudolph's best friends, um, Andy Damos. How are you doing, Andy? I'm great. I'm glad Thank to be here with you on this joyous day. I'm excited. I am going to let you know that we're going to ruin this, uh, you know, so don't roast our chestnuts. Yeah, but we're, we're going to spoil the whole movie. We're going to spoil the whole movie over here. Roast those chestnuts. Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram slash you underscore podcast. Hey, hit us up on uh, the rate and review and like us. That would be Please. rad. Tell your that friends. That would be our Christmas present. So if you wanted to get your professors anything for Christmas, Andy. Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. Yeah. So And rate us. Uh yeah, so this is uh, from 1990. Direct-to-video. Direct-to-video, one hour, 27 minutes. Tell them what we're doing. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 4, Initiation. Silent Night, Deadly Night for the Initiation. I feel bad giving this as a present to our students. Mm, me too. Um, it's What the hell was Brian thinking? One step down from a lump of coal. Directed by Brian Yuzna. <laughs> I, I mean, it seriously is... It's. The only similarity, I think we discussed this on a podcast. Couple mentions. You, couple mentions. Like, yeah. there's a movie that they show on the TV, and then mm -hmm. Clint Howard's character, who is the main character, I would say, yeah, uh, is Ricky. Yeah. Um, it's bad. It's, it's bad. <laughs> it's about witches. Yeah. It has really, they they sit around a Christmas tree. The, the, it, this did not have to be based very on, little to do with actual Christmas. It's like you yeah. could take. Again, let's just pick any random movie, Good Burger. Yeah. And you could put like Christmas trees and wreaths on the door and, and show say, the same movie. Yeah. And it would be like. Yeah. That's you know, people's argument for Die Hard. You know, not a Christmas movie. It just happens to take place at Christmas. It's like, okay, well, then same for Home Alone. You know, you could. Home Alone could have happened at Thanksgiving or any other holiday where you take a trip. But anyway, you're right. Hey, that's yeah. a, this is some good fodder. <laughs> like I'm just. We I'm should serious. put this on our like, Patron account. What makes it a Christmas movie? If 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 the criteria for making it a Christmas movie is that it takes place at Christmas, well, shit. Well, but are the presents involved? Do they talk? I've never seen Home Alone. So are, are they talking about presents? What? No, you've never seen Home Alone. Never seen Home Alone. All right, we have to take a break and watch Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. We watched Home Alone. <laughs> it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I like it when uh, Macaulay Culkin Kevin puts his uh, hands over his cheeks. That's what he does, and he screams, ah! Yeah, so, but <clears throat> Gremlins was definitely a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, I agree. That was creepy as Phoebe, fuck as a young Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates discusses how her father died. Why she hates Christmas. Yeah, because how her father got stuck in the chimney. The chimney and yeah. died. 
which doesn't happen on Arbor Day, so it's got to be a Christmas. Movie. Yeah, you're right. And even the <laughs> even the dad said like, I got to use something for my boy, and that's why he gets on the Mogwai. The Mogwai. Hey, so we're, we're going to talk uh, about this one though. Seven minutes in, yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night Four. Yeah. Um, again, we apologize. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be a great Christmas. You got your family around you. You got your uh, antiquated, uh, loving, cinephile professor uncles. Yep. And uh, Nick and Andy here for thing. you. Spoil the whole thing. Andy, this movie is like, if some Hollywood fucknut needed to make the fourth in this dumbass Silent Night, Deadly Night series, he called an old buddy that was an exterminator who knew nothing about nothing and made this movie. <laughs> I like that the buddy's an exterminator. This movie sucks. It relates, yeah. This movie sucks. I agree. <laughs> I mean, no, but we guess what we're we... doing next year, friend. <laughs> yeah. <But> Part five. <laughs> but I think I've read somewhere they try to make some amends to bring it back to a slasher film, not some like witchcraft, you know. No, because part five is called The Toy Maker. And yeah, this... it actually has something to do with toys yeah. and Christmas and giving. But this part series... four is poop. Yeah. Hot poop. <laughs> on the sidewalk in San Francisco. The Craft. You remember that movie? Like with some of those young, I mean, those '90s girls. They mm -hmm. made this movie, The Craft. I do recall. This is absolutely nothing like that. But I mean, it involves <laughs> witches. That's all True. I know. I don't know. I mean, I'm. It's what I'm going to go ahead and get into because I'm really excited to. Hey. Oh, bless you. Um, I just wanted. That's a, my yeah. Christmas sneeze. My seasonal <laughs> sneeze for uh, this podcast. You're no, sneezing. I I'm excited to hear the Cliff Kill notes because I'm just I I, I, I kind of had my own, but it mm -hmm. was pretty bad. Oh, I got them. So ready. let's get in, 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 in. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Cliff Kill notes on the way. Oh, nice. That's cute. Brought to you by Candy Canes. Ooh. If you want to freshen up your breath or if you want to have some sexy surprises, grab a candy cane. And now, 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 fa la 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 la, allow yourself to get into wow. Andy's Cliff Kill Notes. That is, uh, you're very talented. Thank sometimes, you. right off the cuff. Other times you start a sentence and just make it up <laughs> before you get to the end. It's hit or miss with me, brother. I try you're my best. Great. Okay, so the Cliff Hill notes brief summary of the movie so you can follow along in case you haven't watched it. This one is on Tubi. Tubi! Uh, so it has ads, but that's not so bad. The ads are, you know, good. Mild-mannered newspaper employee Kim Levitt wanted more out of her job. Ooh, like I said, mild-mannered. Like, I like it. Yeah, I like this already. She was tired of handling the calendar and the classified ads, but it always seemed like all the big news stories were assigned to the men in her office. Totally. Even her boyfriend and coworker Hank was bad about helping her out. Then one day, a woman jumped off a building and burst into flames. <laughs> Kim decided... <laughs> Kim was like, my meal ticket's in! No, uh, Kim decided that she was going to cover this story anyway, even if it cost her her job. But what she didn't count on was getting sucked into a, into a nefarious witch coven Ooh. plot full of bloody cockroach-infested rituals and murder. For some reason, it's called Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 4, and it has nothing to do with Billy or Ricky Caldwell or Christmas at all. <laughs> Very good. Hey, for a city movie, that, that yeah. was probably one of your best clips. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you so that, much. That was really good. You know, they could have, like, seriously, they just could have called this... Like the Clint Howard like, movie, <laughs> or, or just witchy the yeah. initiation, or just the witchy the the initiation pact. Yeah, 
I got to tell you, man, Clint Howard, in my opinion, is a national treasure and should be protected at all costs because no one can play a weird, creepy fucking guy like he can. That's a great point. Like, can you think of anyone else that's kind of been known so that could own yeah. those roles? I know we could think of it. We like, did Ice Cream Man. Yeah. You know, it was, he's he's the Ice Cream Man. I can't think of anyone else that would be good, better at that. William Defoe. Yeah, maybe I know we said from last, but when from last week, yeah. But I, I still think he, yeah. he could play that kind of creepy guy, right? You know, but he can also play that badass guy. Like Clint Howard will never be like the he'll the opposite in a rom com. Yeah, he'll never be like an action star, right? Yeah, he'll but, not like know. yeah, like yeah, he'll like never be the buddy. hero. He'll never be in the Hallmark movie, the <laughs> the high school love interest that's still in the yeah. Hometown. Oh, that would be never gonna be Clint. Holy Howard. fuck nuts! That write is that, write that down, dude. Seriously, <laughs> patent pending or whatever. <laughs> That shit's awesome. Well, we opened the movie with Clint Howard. Yeah, it's Clint Howard, who he's goes a homeless Ricky. guy. He's Ricky. Eat, yeah, he eats trash that are filled with bugs. You know, he's... I do think this is a nod to the other movies. The fact that he's named Ricky. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. that's hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Which There's no absolute students. I'm going to spoil this right now. One of the only ties we have to the other side. There's of the one night, more. Night movies. Yeah. There's one more soft one, but still, it's a tie very back, soft, but, uh, soft and flaccid. As <laughs> <clears throat> Man, I, I, my laughs, my laughter sounds great. Mm -hmm. um, this is Ricky uh, at night. He's mm -hmm. again with his shopping cart full of nom noms, and he's mm -hmm. eating trash. There's uh, a scream from the top of a, a loft, a rooftop. Mm -hmm. A woman is yelling at someone off screen. What but... would you say is like a seven, eight story building, maybe? Ooh, Ooh. it's not Ooh. like a skyscraper, <sighs> but it's definitely more than no, three stories. It's, I would say four, four story uh, yeah, buildings. Yeah, you know, there's a point. It doesn't look that high, but I don't think with this lady who eventually who does fall off the roof, mm. don't know if that necessarily kill her because she's she's on fire from waist down. Yeah, that she screams. Ricky looks up, and she bursts into flames and falls off the roof, landing with a thud on the sidewalk, and she is scorched, burning from the waist downwards. And then we get the opening credits. It's That's a cold it. open. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Clint Howard, Ricky jets because he doesn't want to be around there. Like when the, when the, cause the cops are of course coming. Right. Uh, we get the credits. They're super lame. Nothing important. Uh, but we do, uh, after the credits get to meet Kim and Hank. You come up on a uh, TV. Yeah. Uh, showing a news report of the tragedy of the woman jumping while Kim and Hank are there in the room. Doing it. Having some sex. They like, they like doing the nat nat in uh, yeah. CD hotels. That's true. They that's like kind of that's kind of a cool kink. That's their kink. Yeah. I like that. We learned that this is their lunch break. They're out here on their lunch break, screwing around, literally. Um, Kim but, is trying to watch this news story. Like, uh, oh, yeah. do you think this is a news? And like, they're getting it on. And he's like, "You're always at work," and changes the channel to porn. To porn. All right. Nice. CD hotels and porn. Yeah. Sign me. What if you up. had to pay extra for that? Yes. Anyway. I bet you have to throw like an extra five bucks. Yeah, to get well, your poor. poor they team. they get done, I guess, and then we cut to them heading back to work from lunch. Um, they're late, uh, but what they say like the paradise count the paradise hotel is a another sleazy one on our list or something like that. Yeah, it's fun. Um, what yeah. a fun couple. Yeah, let's go and. Uh, they make plans to meet Hank's parents tonight. Because so this relationship's getting, getting a little serious. Getting Andy. a little serious. Yeah. You know, much like Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one, when uh, Billy's parents are... No, I'm just kidding. No, I have no idea what's going on. It's but not related at all. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're just kind of making plans for the night, again, like as Andy said, to meet Hank's parents. They both work at a magazine, Andy, called the LAI. The LAI. <laughs> not the letter I. The things that are in your head. I. Like, yeah, like the CBS symbol. Yeah, the CBS symbol, right. That's an I? Yep. 
Wow. All right. The more you know. Um, <laughs> no fake fact news. I haven't done that forever. Either. No, that's true. But they, uh, Kim's itching about this this woman who jumped and, and burst into flames. She's like, this could be a news story. I, I want to make this into a story. And I really, and Kim tries to, she's sick of uh, just being on the calendar beat or whatever you call it in a, in a magazine. She wants to be a full-blown reporter. Yeah. Hank doesn't think that the, the spontaneous combustion story is good for their their magazine for their paper or whatever but she wants him to talk to eli who yes, is editor-in-chief editor in chief. totally talk to him for me please um i let you see my boobs can you at least go talk do to it fucking for me. Yeah. but the place nick it's a good old boys club would oh, you agree yes. oh yeah the men all get the good assignments yeah it's yeah. totally like and the know, women are asked to go get coffee yep that's really what it's like and that's like where you know frustrates kim uh, mm-hmm. Andy, so she has to confide in her office gal pal, Janice. Yeah. Right away, Andy, hand, hand to Santa Claus. Hand to Santa Claus. I will tell you that I already knew right away something was up with you Janice. You knew Janice had a, a sneaky side? Yeah, she's like been in a lot of stuff. She's always kind of like this character in so much. Moonlighting, I think she was a secretary. Very popular within the 80s and 90s. Janice. More recognizable than anyone uh with that's also well besides Clint Howard of course we say this and we should probably give the actress's name well oh you're talking about Janice uh, yeah. the gal pal Alice Beasley she's she's been in she's recognizable if you're over the age she's of 40. one of the, those people yes yeah, so. it's one of those where you're like oh her yeah moonlighting legally blonde um Stuart Little of course that's a cartoon yeah, but, it's, but she's been in a lot of stuff we get a little foreshadowing here when Janice looks at her and goes who needs men that's yeah. what I was like, kind of, because I knew it was about witches, so I knew right away it was going to be about witchcraft and Lilith. And girl and, power. Yeah, and like mushroom fungus and, you know, newt lizard <laughs> why do we need? Why do we need men anyway? Yeah, Can so I kind of kind of thought of that as a foreshadowing. Right. Um, and, but you know what, Andy, what I'm really stoked on this, it's girl power. Let's listen to some Spice Girls and get in the mix. She decides to do the fucking story anyway. Kim says, you know, fuck those guys. I'm going to do this story my I'm gonna way. sleuth it solo, baby. Right. And I'm going to write such a good story that they can't. They can't ignore it. They got to publish it. Yeah, so, so I um, guess that's what starts her day because she heads yeah. to the scene of the drop. She goes to the site of the accident and talks to a Chinese butcher. He's there with blood all over his apron. Glenn Chen is his actual real name. Oh, blood. is it? And he's yeah. one of these guys who doesn't use pronouns. He's, you know, uh, see her fall down. He's almost like a caveman. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, I think they're Chinese. trying to make him think like he's, spray, he, he's, yeah. he's from China. Yeah. He's speaking broken English. Which right. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's come off more like start yeah. fire, woman, tire. Right, right. Yeah. She puts a quarter in one of those peanut vending machines. He's like, doesn't work, you know. <laughs> she uh, and she's like, did you see her? I was like, yes, I saw her. He didn't say I. He's just like, yes, saw her. You know, lots of noise, yeah, reporters, news. Uh, she doesn't get much out of him, but he sort of says like, you think she, you think she's a hooker? You know, he assumes that uh, maybe the girl who fell off the roof was a was a prostitute, uh, a worker, a sex worker, lady of the evening. Anyway, Kim gets nowhere. She walks around the corner and examines the chalk outline of the me, body. Last had that had me the when they very comical. Yes. Oh my god, I lost it. It really is like. Like, it was something you would see on a comedy show. Because what they did, Andy, is the upper half of the body they taped out, they outlined. They outlined in chalk. But they, the lower the half. Lower half is all burned to shit. Burnt it's just burnt, the burnt marks of legs. There's no chalk <laughs> outline around that. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, I laughed for like a little bit. So that was really funny. Um, she Kim decides to walk into the business that's right there next to where this woman fell. And it's a bookstore. Um... 
She's that's looking it. for a book, Andy, on uh, spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Because that's what everyone's thinking happened to her. Why she committed suicide? I mean, the first they say it's suicide. People, I guess you really can't say, Andy. I guess you can't really say spontaneous combustion because people would look at you like, oh, really? JFK Jr.'s living on top of uh, no Mount Rushmore? That is a true thing I read. That spontaneous combustion? No, that t- people believe really died. JFK? Really died. Delved into Q. They JFK believe, or JFK Jr.? JFK Jr. Oh. is living on the top of... Well, no, he's not. Um, but I did look up an article on spontaneous combustion. And it's been around for centuries. People have debated whether human beings can just spontaneously burst into flames with no external source. It's been around for a long time. Well, it's like the Mary Magdalene. How yeah. come she's the only woman in history to get pregnant by the dude upstairs? That's not Mary Magdalene. That's oh. a different Mary. There's, believe it or not, there's multiple people named Mary in the Bible. <laughs> What's Mary? I mean, I don't Mary, know. Mary. It's just the Virgin Mary. And then Mary Magdalene was apparently like a, a, a sex worker who was there at Jesus' crucifixion. Some people, the Da Vinci Code talks that she was his lover, Mary Magdalene, and that Jesus and him. Probably because she had Jesus the same names as his mom. Yeah, right. She's like, oh, yeah, I love it. Like He's like, oh, you're so much like my mom. I want to bang you. There you go. And that's in the Da Vinci Code. If you've ever read that, there's like a woman in that book who's a descendant of Jesus because Mary Magdalene and Jesus got it on. I fucking love it. This yeah, is you great. you got to dive into some of that stuff. Some of it, you know, no, I'm good. it's good, some good fiction. But she, um, Ricky's kind of that, you remember our Clint Howard character, kind of the freaky guy? He's kind of stalking. He's in the bookstore. Bookstore, kind of stalking Kim as she's trying to find uh, her way around. Um, but the second time he approaches her, Andy, he he, she, he he freaks her out so much that, again, she kind of makes a, a scene, you know, screaming, get away, get away from, from me. me. Yeah. But does it, what does he? He's could, got something on his fingertips. He smells it? I don't know. But he has, like. Smell your fingers. I, he has something on his fingertips, and he bends down and, like, touches that to Kim's coat. Yeah. Like, I, is he marking her or I don't something? Know. In any I case, thought when you mark someone, you peed on them. I thought so, too. Yeah, that's when you claim someone. Say, like, you're mine. Um, or they had a jellyfish sting, and you got to pee on them. But he just sort of, <laughs> yeah, like. I bet you can't throw that rock over the street. Yeah, yeah I bet you can't let me pee on you. Okay, <laughs> he pokes her, and that's when she's like, yeah, get away from me, you creep. And over comes the owner of the bookstore. Uh, her name is Fema. Bond girl. She was a Bond girl. Three times. That's cool. Octopussy. Uh, she was Octopussy. I didn't know that. She's the only, She's been the most featured Bond girl uh, in uh, the Bond franchise. Thank you. Nice. Well, uh, she's the woman, owner of the bookstore. Yeah. This woman, FEMA says, you know, Ricky, go away, you know, and says he should be institutionalized, which is hilarious. Another, a little bit of a joke because in the previous movies, Ricky was in an institution. <laughs> um, Ice cream man. Yeah. So there you go. But uh, she's also FEMA. Did you notice she's really touchy and kissy yeah, and lovey? Like she's super, yeah. Touchy, touchy and yeah, friendly. Clingy. And Kim, you know, uh, just kind of just comes straight out, straight out and says, "Look, I'm doing a story. Yeah. I'm suicide that. Did you see anything? Did you know her? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And right away, like, you know, she's trying to, you know, like, yeah, I can get you upstairs. She offers her a bowl of tootsie rolls. They're dates, ro- whatever. I, right yeah. away, I'm thinking roaches. Well, they're dates. Yeah. Yeah. They're not roaches, but they look like it, kind of at yeah. first glance. It's really just them kind of talking it into each other and establishing that FEMA. Right. The owner of the bookstore did not have anything to do with that lady that fell. Well, FEMA gives Kim a book. Uh, she sells her a book about unnatural uh, uh, unnatural uh, phenomenon, you know, the, the spontaneous combustion. But she gives her a book that said something like initiation, virgin, 
uh, virgin something or other. It, it didn't matter. Virgin goddess or some shit and invites her to their picnic tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Says, I mean, bring this book. This will be your, invited. your invitation. And right away, I'm like, these bitches are witches. And FEMA. Oh, say bitch. Maybe it's those, these women go cauldron swimming. <laughs> these women go cauldron swimming. Instead of these bitches be witches. FEMA, that's the better way to say it. FEMA yes. lightly kisses Kim on the cheek and shows her, says, all right, I'll, I'll take you up to the roof access. So. When they get up there, though, FEMA disappears. Says, like, all right, you're on your own. Bye. And leaves. Yeah, yeah she's got a fucking store to run. She's got to go back to the bookstore, right? Yeah. So Kim goes up on the roof by herself. And it's kind of dumb. She just, he re she, I guess she wants to reenact. She I, just but, wants to look at it. Yeah. But I mean, but she's getting all freaky and, like, spiritually, like, kind of wavy. And like that's she's what about I think. To jump off the roof. But that's what I'm wondering. That's when Clint Howard, when he fingered her. I mean, well, you know what I mean. Touched when, her. When he touched her. Yeah. And he smelled his fingers. Was, did he do something to her? I don't know. But. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm he, sorry, but I want to get into the like because she's she's not of yeah. right mind when she's up there. No, and doesn't she get like nauseous or something? Yep. Yeah, she steps down off the ledge and is kind of holding her stomach. And there's Ricky. Yeah, and he I, I I get the assumption that he lives up there. Yeah, and he's watching Kim kind of as she's getting silly on the rooftop. Um, but he notices he Ricky hears something from the pipe and he like pulls a, out a huge prawn. It's a big like grub thing out of the. It's a, yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, like, out of the pipe on the roof. The alien that shoots out of the stomach. Yeah, maybe? yeah. It's I mean, like a. It's the disgusting like worm I, I, thing. I, I first, at first I thought it was like a really juicy prawn. Yeah. Like, isn't a prawn bigger than a shrimp? Yeah. All right. Well, but that's what it looked like. Yeah, really gross. Must grub come from uh, Chen Glen downstairs. Right. Well, Kim. Uh, God, this movie sucks. Kim runs off. Yeah. You know that's gross, and she's a little freaked out, and she leaves. Um, later that night in her apartment. <laughs> yeah. Roaches. There's roaches all over. Like this is like if you work for Raid, you jerk off to this movie. There so many fucking are, roaches. She's doing dishes and there's roaches crawling out of her sink into her, you know, out, out of the pipe in the sink. Just yeah. everywhere. She has an infestation. And she just grabs some aerosol spray and just sprays her kitchen dishes, everything. She doesn't care. Right. But she decides to grab that book that FEMA gave her as her invitation. I guess it's just all about Lilith shit. Um, she notices I look that a, up too, by the way. It's a swirly symbol, and I guess it's all goddessy. Yeah, because she, she reads... sees the same symbol in Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> the Did spiral, it? a yeah. symbol of a woman's power, and she looks over at her plate of spaghetti, and it's Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti, and it's in a spiral. So she kind of um, freaks out, and then Andy more roaches. Yeah, we I, get. I, just, uh, I, I get sick of the roaches. A phone call with boyfriend Hank. Hey, hey where you at? Uh, at the answering machine, he's like, where you at? Um, she doesn't answer. And then, yeah, there's like a giant fucking roach. Dude. Crawls out from under her couch. Seriously. And you're wondering, like, is this real or is she like, hallucinating oh, it? Orkin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's like uh, the roach the size of a of a large rabbit, yeah. you know? Dude, bigger. Or, or, okay, so like a small dog. Great day. It's huge on the wall. Dane. It's this big on the wall. Okay, well, the Great Danes are really big. Maybe the size of little Edie here. Okay, yeah, Edie. Like a 50-pound roach. That's what we can agree on. I like it. Yeah, she um, she uh, uh, chases. Is this when she? Oh, she finally, she finally answers the phone. Yeah, because Hank's and, bothering yeah, her. Because Hank's like, wants what the fuck? And he's like, are you coming over to my parents' house? So she's like, yeah. I'll be there in five minutes. She makes it to the house. It's a typical what you would think parents being like the dad's an old gruff. Like he's, he's like the worst. He's like, you know, like I want to go as Hank's last name Weinstein because this guy <laughs> is like he's an old guy. It's like you know, women should be in their place. Yeah, this is like the dad's a real treat because when they're opening presents, sitting around the moms, of course, welcoming. But, uh, 
I thought it was Hank's son from another marriage, but it's his little brother. It's his little brother Lonnie. Yeah, ask him about her Christmas. She goes, I celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Dad didn't like Dad's this. Dad's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. He's a fucking Jew. Jewish. Yeah. He says a woman's place is in the home. Women were made from a man's rib. That story in the Bible. Yep. A woman was made from Adam's rib. And I'm slipping back into my Boston accent. <laughs> because, um, I mean, it's just just th- more reasons for Lilith to yeah. kill all men. Even Hank is just like, Dad, it's a myth. Don't worry about it. And he's like, it's real. Yeah. So Dad's like super Christian. He hates, doesn't, you know, he doesn't like Jews. We should put Drinks a lot. Like, yeah. he, they were very beer much portraying him as honey, a... Honey, get me another beer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, woman's place is in the home, blah, blah, blah. He's one of those guys. Um... This is when, you know, I guess to get her out of the scene, Hank yeah. walks Kim outside to, you know, get her home. Yeah. You know, he's like, let's just go back to my uh, place. Yeah. Um, and they make out. And it's kind of hot bit. because yeah. Hank, I think, is kind of that guy that will fuck any place, anytime, anywhere. Let's go. Let's go in front of my parents' house. Right. He Where tries my- to cop a feel. She pushes him away. What yeah, the hell's wrong right, with right. you? You're like a dog in heat. You know, why didn't you Why didn't you fight for me to have that combustion story? You know, you didn't, you didn't even say anything to Eli about it with you know for me she says she's just gonna do the story fuck my attitude fuck the job and fuck you yes Hank great fucking uh like you know what have you done for me lately right. line get out of here right she makes it back to her heart apartment uh Andy where she decides to diddle diddle herself with a cockroach not really no I'm just kidding there's just so many cockroaches she does here. read a little bit about she opens up that virgin Lilith uh, book, I witchy book, it. yeah. And uh, in the book is a picture of a woman who's like on fire from the waist down. So, oh my God, just like the lady who fell off the roof. Lilith was a real figure, yeah. in mythology. In, yeah, in I know. She history. was uh, supposedly the the first uh, wife of Adam, but she would not let him lay on her. And um, correct, she got booted out of uh, the Garden of Eden because she wouldn't obey Adam. Yeah, they said what, what they said in this movie. What I read was that because he did not, she did not lay with him. Mm-hmm. So whether, but I mean, I would still think it's she got banished and she became like the the guardian of all things that crawl. Yeah, her serp, her Bugs her spirit, and... the serpent that, that yeah. tempted Eve. Yeah, that's look what at they, us. I know, <coughs> man. I'm sorry again about Bible scholars. the coughs. Yeah, no, they say it. I gotta learn a little bit in this movie, but um, also Lilith is a key figure in the game Diablo Four on uh, most major gaming systems, <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. <laughs> I've been playing Diablo Four. Lilith is like the main. Antagonist. Yeah, is this also too like kind of like where um for you nerds out there nerds nerds this is where she sees a giant roach yeah and uh, she's getting sick she pukes and yeah the roach seems to kind of want to play footsies with her under the door hey did yeah. you know uh, in the classic TV show <laughs> no uh I'd like to put in pops uh, the Cosby Show mm-hmm. Theo's best friend on that show was named Cockroach I remember that yeah. I just kind of thought it was a great way to introduce that uh, piece of information because okay. this movie, Andy, yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, The Initiation, has a lot of cockroaches in it. It does. It's got quite a bit. Wasn't it called Bugs over in England or something? <laughs> I read some trivia about that. That's way better than Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. I don't Bugs understand. Would have been perfect. Bugcraft. I, How about that? I Bugcraft. I just don't like witchcraft, under- but you play witch with bug. I just don't understand why they called it Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 4. Like it has zero to do. I think with that the other I, I thought I read somewhere, and maybe it's if it's on the internet, it's always true. But the the first script they was trying to follow it just flopped. Oh, so. it was meant for the to follow the third. Yeah, but, but it, it ended up being used here after the makers of that film turned the original script down. Barf. No, it's uh, it's trash. It is hot trash. Well, 
I mean, after she tears apart her apartment going after this big-ass roach, you're right. She gets sick and pukes and ends up passing out on the floor. Yep. Uh, the next day, there's a knock at her door. Yes. It's her friend Janice. Yeah, and again, I know what's going on. Um, like, I, I, I know something's up with Janice right away. Yeah. Uh, Janice is uh, concerned about her, but Kim's like, hey, it's cool. I just probably have some bad spaghetti. Yeah. Mom doesn't really make good spaghetti. Yeah. And, There's vomit uh, on her t-shirt yeah, already. Shirt. But Mom's again, spaghetti. I know what's going on, but she has to get ready for that picnic. Uh, That's picnic. right. She's going to that picnic. Where we meet some of the old people. We meet uh, the old mom, uh, Catherine, and some dance teacher named Jane. They're all women of the cauldron. Yeah. Cauldron. Um, and did you notice FEMA has a swirly symbol on her sweater? I did notice that. The swirl. Yeah. The, the spiral. The f- symbol of female power. And that's where you kind of learn that she, you know, like she didn't know penises and, and <laughs> lay with them. More roaches and booze. They she, talk and have some wine. She, yeah, she gets the, drunk fast. She just, yeah, she does. Um, <laughs> she When uh, Catherine gets up and says, let's go for a walk. Kim declines, saying, I, th- I feel like I've had too much wine. You've been here for 10 minutes. Yeah, you've probably had half a glass. What are you, lightweight? <laughs> Come on now. So, uh, they... they so um, I'm sorry about the... What's that Kim, uh, Kim lays down on her back to, to doze. Fema leans in, and I'm glad you came. Gives her a little light smooch yep. on the lips. I love that. And Fema gets up and joins the other ladies on their walk. They want to talk about which broom is best for them to ride. Kim lays down and like looks up into the trees and like does this weird like reaching out. See, she's always tripping. She's just reaching out like those exactly. witches are giving like her, she's those witches are giving her mushrooms. Or, yeah, mushrooms she's or something. Reaching out at the trees, and suddenly like her boyfriend Hank is there and he's like, "You gotta come with me." Eli's having a shit fit. Yeah, you gotta get her. Gotta get her and her tripping ass to the uh, LAI office. Gotta go to work. But right away too, Andy. In this, I was like, "How did he know where she was?" Right. And um, but anyway, at the offices, Hank does something nice, Andy. He gets her uh, the spontaneous combustion story. He's gonna help her. They're gonna team up and figure out what happened. They're gonna do the story. There and they you have go, Eli's permission. And that's when you're right. That's when Kim says to Hank, "How did you know where I was this afternoon?" And he's like, "Janice told me." And she goes over to Janice. Hey, I got the I got the combustion story, Janice. Oh, that's great. And she says, "Did you tell Hank where I was?" And she, Janice says, "Yeah." And she's like, I didn't tell you. How did you know where I was? Yeah, I I didn't tell you nothing. And Janice is like, You told me you were going to that picnic. And Mm, right then, Kim's like, Kim just said it's funny. I don't remember bringing that up. Right then, right away, I knew that everything that I had predetermined was uh, real. Later that day, Kim and Hank worked the block where the suicide occurred. She's Uh, got her reporter hat on. Yeah, the little fedora. Yeah, (laughs) they hit the roof. They hit the roof. Nothing important happens. Right, but they can tell someone's been living up there. Yeah, I mean that's. Ricky. Ricky's kind of got a little shanty up there. Yeah. Um, and there's a swirly symbol on the roof. Yeah. So something is amiss up there. Some some Lilith action. Perhaps. Some Lilith magic is happening up on the roof of yeah. uh, this building here in uh, any town, USA. It's in Los Angeles. Kim makes her way to FEMA's <laughs> apartment because, you know, Hank does dip out. He's like, he's like yeah, I got to go. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to stay here and just kind of look around more. Right. She makes her way to FEMA's apartment for some tea. Yeah. And, uh, and Lil- Fima basically explains the secret to her. I had a daughter. Just, if you just manifest, uh, oh, I'm talking about the movie or the book, The Secret. How you know you get what you wish for if you just think about it enough. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> manifest it. Andy, give me a hand up. Andy, give me a hand right. up. Yeah. Well, keep thinking, bro. Um, <laughs> just uh, yeah. Fima explains how she she had a daughter. They didn't get along very much. Uh, her daughter was always doing things uh, the opposite of what FEMA would tell her to do, and her ex-husband, Bill, blamed it all on FEMA. Bill. Billy? Ooh! Reference to Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 1. I'll give that a... 
half a big stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. I was about to big say. Stretch. I'll give that half a stocking. Okay. Well, uh, that was another little connection. I thought because uh, that's good though. Ex-husband is Bill. FEMA is questioning Kim about her boyfriend Hank. Yeah, she's kind of schooling her in the ways of Lilith and men. Um, suddenly, uh, Kim is kind of getting fumbly with her tea, and FEMA starts reprimanding her. I don't know if you noticed this, cinephile Nick over here. You did. She starts re- reprimanding her like a child, like she's a mom, because she does mention to Kim that, "Hey, you remind me of my daughter, uh-huh. who I don't have contact with anymore." Kim kind of spills the tea. Yeah, spill. Hey, not a gossip reference, but you know, so. She's kind of sitting there like, you know, hey, you know, just clean it up. Not right. that. Okay, get it. Okay. Right. Kim suddenly gets tired again. She's had too Super. much to drink. All that tea she had. Yeah, she's stomach pains. And, and then the date. Did you see that? When a female offered her like a date. Here, yeah. It like turned into a roach in roach. her hand. And she still ate it. Yeah. And then, of course, did she get kind of get pukey? She kind of, yeah, she ends up just sort of getting Ugh, really hazy cares? and passes out. This movie she, sucks. She opens her <laughs> eyes. Kidding. She gets... <laughs> She gets like flashes in her head of uh, Hank, the the cup of tea, the roaches, and some little flashes of the future. Some a couple quick flashes of scenes that happen later in the movie. It's not that important. Uh, but when she does wake up, the the other women are there and they're saying, "Don't worry, lay down. It's completely normal." They take off her shirt. And they're pants, turning her to a witch. And they're they, turning her to a witch, Andy. I know it. They paint up her stomach with a big spiral. Yeah. In the center of the spiral is her belly button, and then they put like that big ass grub thing. Yeah prawn thing on her tummy and say some magic words or whatever and it like burrows into her stomach yes or does it go up her much like a golden corral buffet meal um no i think it burrows in her stomach yeah but then she barfs up a a roach like a full-grown roach and then ricky picks that up and cuts it in half and he like sprinkles its guts on kim's face cockroach jizz cockroach jizz we love it's an opening for Nickelback. Yeah, what if it was like a church group? Cockroach jizz. <laughs> but they thought they smelled it. They thought they today we're gonna go over Book of Revelations. We but are first... cockroaches. Oh man. Do Exodus. you see what I see, yeah. man? Hey, um but I just kinda called it cockroach jizz all over the face. I wrote, What the hell, man? It's weird. Andy, please wake me up. That's it's weird. And Kim passes out. When she wakes up later, everything's Was it fine. A dream? She's fully clothed. Everything's yep. fine. She's clean. There's no cockroach jizz on her. But the other women are there and tell her, You can't leave. It's not you're not finished yet. But she runs off anyway. Yep. And uh, grandma, because FEMA wants her daughter back, and right then when she said that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Nana, the head, the head, well, not the head, but the older, like mother crone of the group, says, "Like, get Ricky." Yeah, we gotta. <laughs> Ricky does the dirty work. I Ricky's guess. like the jack of all trades for the the women of the culture. Yeah, the uh, plausible deniability because Ricky is the one who actually commits all the crimes. Okay. Kim makes it back to her apartment where she finds Hank asleep. He's worried about her, and he's wearing those one. Of, you remember those pajamas that the the bears wore or fucking they wore like in the 1930s you mean like the berenstein bears yeah like there's a big bears. over like those big you know buttoned up Listen, shirts with collars i'll not Did you sit see? here and have you disparage those kinds of pajamas they're extremely comfortable but it's a shirt it's 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 not yeah. pajamas it's, it's formal pajamas <laughs> i know he just has the shirt on you're right yeah he, but, I but to me I, looked, I was like that's a big ass shirt well not anything to really point out the importance of a movie but no. i just seem to notice it but andy she's not happy to see hank freaks out on him yeah. She says she needs some room away from him, takes her key back, uh, stumbles into the bathroom. Uh, she, like, rips something up and sho- throws it in the toilet. I don't know what it was, and flushed the toilet and the toilet back yeah, up. Yeah, who knows? Who cares? She grabbed a bottle of pills and started to chug the pills. Yeah. Hank's like, spit them out. Get away. And then, you know, <laughs> break a, uh, a mirror. Me. 
Uh, Hank is trying to caress her, calm her. Yeah. And Kim starts hallucinating. Like, I, I don't know who you are. Have you seen Hank? It gets trippy. Super weird. She starts getting all Lilith, Lilith sexy. And she gets mega horny. Yeah, she wants to do it. You know how Hank is. Hank is like, I'm ready to fuck. He's like, absolutely. And her um, apartment is a mess, by the way, Andy. Just yeah. everything, all the all the sinks are on. There's cockroaches everywhere. It is disgusting. Yeah, and yet Ricky can somehow make it happen. Because <laughs> he's a dude, and men no, are Hank. and men are disgusting. Hank, I mean, said, ha yeah, I said, Ricky, Hank, <laughs> Hank has no problem getting it up because men are disgusting. Yeah, after your girl, like, I don't think I could because you know she just tried to take pills. She's you know obviously she's not in the right mental state. Like I'd be like, let's not work. Yeah, but, but I don't Hank, think you should be doing this right now. Hank is like Mr. Hanky is ready yeah. for some spanky, and then Ricky comes in. While they're getting he, all hot and heavy. He joins the kinky fun. He sits down on the end of their bed. They don't notice him because they're all, you know, into it. And he turns on the TV and it's Silent, Silent Night, Night, Deadly Night Part 3. Three, yeah. Where he calls it what he feels like he is watching. It's a movie that he knows as the Santa Claus Killer. The Santa Claus Killer. And, uh, you know, it's <clears throat> whatever. And Hank, Hank is just up. kind of like, yeah, Hank's like, who are you? Who the fuck are you? Kim takes off and, you know, Ricky is like, whatevs, I'm here for Kim. I don't care about you. So Hank grabs, I love this, Hank. Picks up uh, the TV and he bashes Ricky on the head. <laughs> Ricky goes, Well, what'd you do that for? Yeah. Ricky doesn't get it. He's like, Bro, she has to come with me. And Hank's like, Get the fuck out of here. And he's like, Poking him with a broomstick, like, Get out of the apartment. And they end up uh, getting in a fight. At one point, Ricky bites Oof. Hank's Achilles tendon. That is my dick kill yeah. bite of I the think week. That we've had at least like three now, three or four movies in recent memory that where there's an Achilles. Last week, Silent Night had one. Where the Santa threw the axe, and it hit her in the Achilles, and then yeah. totally killer. Or yeah. was it totally killer? Yes. Or was it Maniac? No, it was totally killer. Maniac had one though yeah. too with Elijah Wood. But that's what I'm. That's the one I remember. Yeah. Was the, thank you for the, the newest one, Maniac, yeah, yeah. because the most famous one from what I remember. Mm. So uh, the original Pet Cemetery. Well, there you go. Achilles tendon, terrible way to get hit. I want to get. You don't want to bury him up there. It's not a good place. Uh, during the fight, the phone rings, and uh, the answer machine kicks on, and it's Janice. And Kim manages to run and pick it up and scream, you know, call the police, help, Janice, help, help, whatever. Uh, Ricky ties Kim up and eventually um, stabs Hank to death. Yeah, well, it's but he's kind of lightly stabbing him and not putting him out all the way. Uh, when Ricky does bind up Kim, she makes she somehow escapes and gets under the bed. Mm -hmm. Hank comes to and you know for those little stabs and you know is trying to protect his lady friend. Yeah, uh, but this is yeah where Ricky she watches uh, her boyfriend, her lover, die from mm -hmm. underneath the bed and just kind of watches his legs start streaming blood and eventually yeah. falling down. He so. falls down. Um, that's kind of a neat shot. Yeah, I thought it was that's pretty good. That might uh, help a little bit of uh, the. Redeem the some scale points down yeah. at the bottom. The, down at the bottom of the podcast, uh, she struggles, um, uh, but this is where Janice makes her way in as she struggles. Ricky Janice comes, comes in, in and guess what? She's in on it. She's in on it, homie. She grabs the knife away from Ricky and just says, "Are you crazy?" And picks up uh, Kim and takes the tape off her mouth and just says, "Like you got to go with him. Uh, we need you to finish." And Janice tells Ricky, "Like she's not going to give you any trouble. Just go straight back." And I'll clean the place up. Yeah, get her back to the other witches. And Andy, this is where it gets weird. Um, just this real quick. is where it gets weird. Well, it I hasn't mean, gotten weird already with dog-sized cockroaches. I've got this in one sentence. Yeah, she is out in the butcher's refrigerator, and eventually she is made to have sex with Ricky, who is yeah. wearing a mask with a huge dildo as a nose. Yep. As he has sex with Kim, other topless witches run cockroach semen all over their bodies. They just 
rub oils all over their it's bodies and, and uh ricky's body and while he is you know ritualistically rapes kim uh while i said the whole ring of women do weird chants and shit yeah rub yeah rub stuff <laughs> yeah. over the body and some, Kim, yeah. some something gooey comes out of kim's vagina she wakes up later and yeah, yeah. she has uh her hands do this like weird meshing together type yeah, I thing didn't get that. like her fingers are tying in a knot yeah. it's a weird special effect and some goo comes out of her vag <laughs> I'm and sorry, um I'm sorry. Just, and then her legs I wish we had this on which you could see yeah and he's just kind of I'm just reading my notes some goo, goo comes, comes over out of her vag and then like her will... legs like meld together like a like a cocoon type thing and she's crawling around in all the slop and shit on the floor and she sees Hank's dead body hanging there in the in the yeah, butcher's like by his back or his nipples yeah, I can't figure it and out and she passes out um she wakes up later and the cocoon stuff around her legs is all crusty and it just brushes off yeah so I guess we have we have moved on a little bit of time mm -hmm. she is uh discovered by our butcher Chen, Glenn Chen and he's kind of like he's kind of knows because he's like yeah. you're not done you gotta continue some more of the hazing he says you have been initiated you go now yeah so good news Kim uh makes it to the bookstore yeah. Um, cause she's, you know, she's not really know, like, she's like, I've been losing I've been dreaming. Yeah. So she's what still, going on? yeah. So she hits up FEMA and this is when she tells her that the dude, the girl that jumped was her daughter, her daughter. And FEMA even calls Kim Lily. Yeah. So the woman who jumped was FEMA's daughter. She was too weak and Kim will take her place is what the ladies uh, explain here. Um, yeah. You're free of men, but there's one last thing you have to do. The you have parasitic fear that they bring us. Ooh. Ooh, cinephile that, shit. No, that's what, uh, that's what Catherine said. Oh. You're free of men and the parasitic fear that they bring us. Yep. And they tell her she needs uh, life to feed those fears. Yes, and that life is going to be Hank's little brother. Lonnie. Lonnie. For and some Kim reason. is like, fuck that. So she runs from the, because uh, now she's kind of going, okay, this is fucking weird. I got to get the cops. What are they ultimately trying to do? Are they like trying to turn Kim yes. into. 100%. Into FEMA's dead daughter? Yep. So what were they trying to do with, with Lily when she burst into flames and fell off the roof? Like, what, I, I what guess, were they trying to do with her? That she burst into flames. She was too she, weak or whatever. She was going to, she had to kill a life. She went through all yeah, the same. Why? Like, to go through the initiation or because something? Because FEMA's like, I want her to be like me. Okay. I just didn't quite Maybe understand. Maybe she's not full witch. Maybe she had sex with just a normal person. I just. So, <laughs> hear me? Does that make sense? Yeah. A muggle. Yeah, yeah, so she has to become full witch. She has to do the same thing. Boom, cinephile fucking 101. I, I just kind of didn't understand what these ladies were ultimately trying to do. Like, are they trying to bring about the end of the world, birth the Antichrist? Like, oh, what's happening here? Her, uh, Phoebe's friends are helping her gain, gain another daughter. All right, oh. well, that's cute. Later, um, it's at Kim's place. Yeah, the cops, she's trying to show them, like, and tell them the story, and she's like, I got proof. Look it's at my... spotless. Yeah, the house, no cockroaches. It's been cleaned up. No spaghetti. There's no, no blood. There's no, no stab marks in the door. door yeah the window's not the window's fixed janice did a fucking good job janice is better than winston wolf from pulp fiction oh yeah <laughs> janice did a janice did a bang up cleanup job or she used magic i don't know yeah maybe both can you get here in oh. 10 i'll be there in five right um finally the witches <laughs> catch up to uh kim and want to show her that they're serious about killing this young boy mm -hmm. and so much so that she's like fuck you she's like well they're like if you don't do it Watch this, and her legs start to burn. Yeah, like she's starting to burn, like the fucking girl in the beginning of the movie did. Right. So she's like, "Fuck, okay, I'll do it. I'll go get fucking little Lonnie. I'll go do it. Yeah, but I gotta have Ricky with me. Give me a couple cockroaches, <laughs> maybe some spaghetti, and I'll go so get the boy." They take Ricky's rad van. 
rad windowless van <laughs> over to uh, Lonnie's or Hank's parents' house where Lonnie's opening presents. His dad's got the camcorder. His mom's there too. Uh, they're kind of disparaging the fact that Hank isn't there because Lonnie looks up greatly to his his big brother, you know, and the doorbell rings and Lonnie's like, is that Hank? That might be Hank. And um, Lonnie goes to answer it and the, the dad's just like, uh, hon, don't let him go answer the door by yourself. Uh, whatever, I'm futzing with the camera. Yeah, I don't yeah, fucking know. Yeah. But Lonnie answers the door and it's Kim. Yeah, and he's like, cool. And Kim just says, Hank's in the car. He knows Kim. Yeah, is Hank here with you? And she's like, yeah, he's in the car. Come with me. Uh, cool. And they go and jump into the van. And um, Ricky's there. And uh, he goes after the parents. Does does Ricky kill the mom? He chokes out dad with Christmas lights and starts the house on fire. Yeah, why would he do that? I don't know. No witnesses? I don't know. Maybe no witnesses. I'm not sure why Ricky I had forgot. to go back and, and kill the parents. I forgot. And the second watch, I, I think I fast forward that part because I, I don't... didn't catch that if he killed the mom or not. But the dad definitely did. Oh yeah, he choked him with Christmas lights, and I... the whole thing was caught on the well, camcorder. Just because of the spirit of the holidays, man. Let's just say the mom's alive, so at least the kid doesn't okay, lose yeah. everyone. We'll do that. So right. they kidnap Lonnie. Um, they take Lonnie uh, and speed away in the van. And, they're, and they get to the rooftop where all the shit goes down, friends. Big ritual. Yeah. yeah the kid yeah. is like, "What the hell, Kim? Yeah. What are you doing to me?" And so. What I mean, it's not really anything to draw out. They're about to kill him. They're about to put him through a ritual. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, Kim just can't do it, man. She's like, I He's can't just do a it. Boy. So, she ends yeah. up stabbing FEMA in the gut instead. With a knife, but it doesn't affect FEMA. Well, I mean, it stabs her, but it's a gut shot. So, But she's still up. It's not right. until Kim makes her supernatural right. hands go well, intertwiny. The like other rope. All the other women gather around on <laughs> FEMA because she just got stabbed. Kim frees Lonnie and tells him to run. She's horrified. Fima pulls the knife out of her guts and is going to go get go to get Kim and Ricky jumps in and says, "Hey, don't hurt her. Hey man, don't don't hurt her." And Fima just stabs Ricky. And all the fucking grubs that are the big ass fucking grubs are there on the roof and they start eating Ricky. I guess they were going to eat Lonnie. Cuz oh, just sacrifice a man. I don't understand what's happening. So Ricky's dead. Suddenly Kim starts to have pain. Fima says, "You're going to burn and Ugh. I won't have a daughter." Kim just says, you know, you never. this was never about me. This is about you. Her hands do that weird melding together thing again and burst into flame. And she <laughs> she shoves them into FEMA's open wound in her, in her guts. And suddenly. You, did you really write all that? Yeah. Suddenly FEMA. <laughs> sorry. Suddenly FEMA's on fire and Kim's okay. So I, she transferred this curse to FEMA somehow. And, and FEMA runs burning off of the roof of the building. and Dying like her. Daughter. Her daughter lands on the sidewalk, and all the women look over the edge of the building. I guess they're just going to let Kim go Yep. now. And she, Lonnie becomes her, her son. She gets Lonnie and says it's all over now, and as the yeah, body... Obviously, of, he's cool. The body of FEMA burns. He's not like, you're the bitch that fucking tried to get me killed, and my brother's dead. From yeah. my house. Yeah. I'll hold you and let you caress my yeah. hair. And, I would have been like, get the fuck away from me, I Kim. Know. So they roll credits. They roll credits Thank here. God yeah. we're finishing, Andy, on a scale of two loads of cockroach Christmas jizz or six loads of cockroach Christmas jizz. What this, would you give this? This gets the two. This is low. I don't not like a, it. Not a half a cup? Well, can you go lower than two? No, you can do two and a half cups. Two two loads. Two and a half loads. <laughs> what? <laughs> Merry Christmas from Slash You. Keep no, opening I those mean, presents, two, kids. Two. <laughs> Here we are. Keep opening your gifts. I really What's just, that over there? A Red I Rider really, BB gun? <laughs> or whatever? 
<laughs> I really hope that someone is listening to this from their Christmas tree while they're Me too. Um, hey, so, yeah, that sucked. Um, it was but bad. Again, you know, I don't... I always hate, like, saying it sucks, 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 because I do would get angry. I would be angry with myself if I watched it and didn't have anything to report on, like, if I didn't have a podcast. Mm-hmm. But having this podcast, I don't mind watching shitty movies. No, that's true. We do it for you guys. Yes. Um, all six of you. And thank you for listening and bearing with us and our coughing and our sniffling. Yes. Um, yes. Kill count. Kill count. Yeah, this should be good. Okay. So. We have li- uh, Lily, the woman in the beginning of the movie who was on fire and jumped off the building. FEMA's daughter. Um when they did the grub ritual inside of Kim's gut, they like sacrificed a rat above her. They like stabbed a rat. The rat. Oh yeah, on. definitely count it. So I counted the rat. Good, definitely. Just because I'm stretching here, man. Oh, <laughs> um, it's good. I mean, that little fucking rat didn't do anything to boyfriend. Me. Boyfriend Hank, he got killed. Ricky killed him. Uh, Hank's dad uh, and Lonnie's dad, the, the dad, the the dad who hates Jewish people <laughs> and thinks women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> Weinstein fucker. He, he got killed. Uh, we said the mom. <laughs> Sorry, didn't. I don't know. The uh, mom lives. Yeah, Ricky, uh, Clint Howard's character, Ricky and FEMA. So one, two, three, four, five, six. They should make a Silent Night, Deadly Night, four point five. The initiation continues. No. Oh. And it could be about like what happened to the other witches. I'm like, okay, see ya. See ya, Kim. Yeah. Keep it, shh. Don't tell everyone there's switches around here. Right. All right, take care. Catherine, Catherine goes back to the work at the bookstore. <laughs> uh, Jane goes back to work at the music studio. And the other one was the daughter of the butcher, I think. <laughs> she goes back so. to the eye. What happened to Hank? Yeah. They would ask. And yeah. she would say. He's out on assignment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. So. No. Hashtag no witches. Hey, uh, Andy, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, 2024's Amongst Us. Yeah. And there's a lot of fun things happening at Slash U. Rapidly approaching. We're going to get our name out there. We're definitely got a convention here in the Midwest that we're going to attend. Hopefully we'll get some more information on that. Uh, we have ideas of expanding video. And we say this. We you know we've been doing this over three and a half years. I know. We or three and a half years. And we and always say this shit. We never we do We were going to do the video in season five. But here we are in season seven. Um, I don't even know what season it is. Is next week, New Year's, is that going to kick off season eight? Oh fuck! We want to take a break. Yeah, let's. We gotta th- no, talk I think about... it ends season seven, and then okay. we kick it off. Yeah, so we got to talk about what movie we're doing. Ooh, we had some ideas. Yeah, let's take a break. Brb. Well, geez, that took like two hours. <laughs> yeah, we've been gone for like two hours trying to find. We wanted Figure to bring out. something exciting for the new year, which I think uh, Andy has done with this uh, pick. But also, we want to take this moment, students, to say, as you caress each other's chestnuts and. Sip each other's nog. Professors Nick and Andy wish you a very happy holiday. Yeah. Merriest of Christmas. Doesn't that sound so sexy? you and yours. Yeah, it does sound sexy. Hey, Andy, for the last episode of season seven, dropping New Year's Day, 2024, 1979, one hour, 36 minutes, and it's... The Driller Killer. Driller Killer. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a a porno slasher. Well, like, that's what they called... uh... Russ, what's his name in in uh, the sorority house? Oh, house yeah. on sorority row. The driller right? killer wasn't he called the driller yeah. killer? Yeah. Well, anyway, this is his backstory. I'm just kidding. <laughs> An artist slowly goes insane while struggling to pay his bills, work on his paintings, and care for his two female roommates, which leads him to taking to the streets of New York after dark and randomly killing derelicts with a power drill. The best way to kill people. I'm excited for this one. 
Me too. It's available on a lot of free platforms. Crackle, Tubi. We Amazon haven't done Prime. one. We did mention that, right? We haven't done one in the seventies in a we while, right? We've gone all the way back to seventy nine in a long time. So. so this is good. This is we're getting back to our roots. <clears throat> new year, new look. Look out, slash you, students. <laughs> Your professors are excited. Yeah. And uh, wishing all eight of you. Right. Happy holidays. Hey, real quick. I know we still got some. We're not even an hour yet. What's your favorite Christmas song? Christmas song? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. I got Let's so many. Uh, I like that Trans Siberian Orchestra, Christmas in Sarajevo. Oh, yeah. How about this? I'm going to go. Would you be better high or low? High. Really? I don't know. What are you like, talking about? Singing? We're going to sing, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, would sorry. I be better high or low? Like under a table or up on a, <laughs> up in a tree? Um, <laughs> low, like we are right now? I guess low. Oh. Okay, ready? Silent night. One, two, three. I don't want to. Silent night. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. What are we doing? I just thought it would be cool oh. to never say to our students before. Round yon virgin mother and child. Let um, me touch your innocence before you are no longer a child. Okay. All right. That's hey. weird. So Merry Christmas. Yeah. Says the people, says the two guys that just watched last week, bloody bikini bloodbath or whatever. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry happy From our, your professors here at Slash U. We love you. And um, until New Year, class dismissed. Wee.